0: Hi everyone, welcome to the season 3 premiere of Black Brew. I'm Erin. I'm Terry. And we are your co-hosts. Okay, so since we're back for season 3, um, we're just going to casually catch up for the first half of Black Brew. Remember, we're doing one-hour episodes now. And then later, we're going to talk about the thing that was on all of social media like a few uh, maybe like last month I guess um yeah, the whole holiday and- season right <laughs> and that is the Tory Lanez trial um after he shot Megan Thee Stallion so mm-hmm. we'll get that later today but first we're just going to catch up and talk about what we did over the hiatus so uh what did you do today? What what have you been up to
1: I've just been chilling. I mostly spent the holidays very hectically, like, with family and mm-hmm. trying to get everything. Like, like the past few years, I've been, like, going to see my parents after Christmas. Like, I had the morning with my in-laws and I go see my parents. And this year, it was reverse.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm learning I don't like that.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: well, I got used to tradition and then, like, just had some family changes happen right on New Year's Day, which I need to fill you in after the podcast. Cause, and then just working on business stuff doing the fun part of catching up on taxes and everything
0: so i just got a second job and i was on my tax forms what the hell why do i know not know what a a deduction is an exemption a withholding i don't know what any of this shit means and i have been filing w4s 507s and 1090 whatever's for like 1099s I don't even know. Like, I just know they give me the forms and, like, fill this out. And they're like, how many exemptions do you claim? And I'm like, I don't know, one. And I just put (laughs) –
1: I don't even know what I be putting down.
0: But um, I did that today, and I was thinking – I was like, I really do hate that I – don't know like why did i why did i not learn this in school in high
2: school because
1: they didn't care enough to make us educated about it because i think if they knew if we all knew how easy they were or like see the fact that the government already knows how much we owe them they just want to see if we slip up to get that money off of us it's frustrating Mm
0: -hmm. um my winter break i guess it was okay i originally was going to drive to alabama but then I changed my mind because I was like, I really don't feel like driving 12 hours. And I decided I was going to come back home. I was going to stay. But then my family was like, no, we'll buy you a plane ticket. And so they bought me a plane ticket. Usually before, like the last two years since I've moved to Maryland, I usually end up staying like a month or some shit. But this time went, I only stayed like a few days, like right before <laughs> Christmas and then like right after Christmas. I was back before New Year's. So oh, wow. I don't know. Usually I'm there until like, the end of January and I come like at the beginning of December so it was like less than 2 weeks that I was there and I'm happy I felt so much better because I I am not openly trans to my family so it was it was almost like I had to go back into their closet just because I don't want to have to even deal with the situation of like explaining to them this cuz they they still in, they still don't even like the fact that I'm gay or they're in denial that I'm gay so I I don't feel like adding trans on top of that cuz they ain't even they're not even going to that, <laughs> that, is, that is just I just do not want to get into right now. I got too much going on for that. And then yeah. um I came back. I'm currently teaching. What else have I been doing? Um oh I New Year's New Year's Eve, I I was an extremely slutty individual. Ooh. I had three different men and one night on New Year's Eve. I,
1: oh, 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 I man, I wish you could see my face because my dog was like, wait a minute, living by cares <laughs> three it
0: was intense i don't know why i did that but yeah that's what that's what i've been doing
1: i think the only thing that got me is like i got high enough that i had like the best time oh need- you know what i mean yeah i had the best <laughs> outcome for that so it was very nice i went out for
0: new year's i went out with my two friends and we were like because we're all we it's three it's two of us including me so three and we're like all single and so like every time we go out we're always like,
2: okay, we're going out It's like, single women and we're all going to, like, you know, like, be on, like, the prowls for, like, men and shit.
0: So, uh, we went out and we, like, we're like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We see a guy. Like, we made, like, we did, um, we did that TikTok trend where people are, like, who's gonna get the drunkest, but we Yes. We did, who's gonna get the drunkest, who's gonna get a kiss at midnight, and who's gonna, like, you know, like, go home with a guy or whatever. Like, we kind of, like, played it up to be different. So that's kind of what that was Yeah, it was a fun New Year's. I, spo- I sported a new wig for the first time. I, I think not- I
1: saw that one. It looked good on you. I Thank you. I have not... You've been uh, looking good. You've been slaying it down. Like, let me tell you. Me I've been in- oh, my okay. God. So, you. to be honest, I showed my mom because my mom was asking about you, and my mom told me to tell you, you look damn good.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Hey, Josh. Hello. We're just catching up about what we did since season two ended. I caught COVID. Oh.
3: it finally tea. got me
1: it's been three years and it got me drink some eukinesia tea hmm. the eukinesia tea and like ginger tea will help with the worst of it at least like the phlegmy parts
3: luckily it hasn't been awful at first I just thought it was a really bad sinus infection like an upper respiratory just because like I had fever but like
0: the rest is just like symptoms of a normal sinus infection other than being tired. When I got COVID, it was horrible. The worst part of my COVID experience were, like, the body aches. Like, yes. it felt like somebody had a bunch of push pins and they were just, like, stabbing me with it, like, all over my body.
1: Oh, my gosh. COVID took me out because at first I got it and then after two days I was like, oh, I feel great. And I remember I called my dad. He's had it, like, twice now. And I was like, oh, I feel amazing. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, honey, I woke up the next morning humbled. I couldn't get off the floor. I was humbled. <laughs> See, and to find out most
3: of my coworkers caught it um some nasty some... ass
0: kids it is kids because crazy. we had a
3: fucking tornado warning and i had to shove myself in the bathroom with those nasty bastards for 30 minutes oof
0: and it got all of us who were sucking there sick <laughs> oh so josh what did you do? what did you do over the break i heard that you went to like the mountains or something
3: i did Me and Patrick took a little winter vacation to Smoky.
1: You were in my areas.
3: (laughs) Oh girl, we got we got into the we was in Pigeon Forge. We were inside our little cabin thing out in nature, hot tub. It's a cute house. Very cozy. You know what? You know what, Josh? Um I, I and see. then I got railed on the side of... Oh, uh, I, that's what porch. I was
0: about to say. I saw your little tweets. Uh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. That did definitely happen. Oh, I know. That did definitely happen. I was trying to masturbate and I was scrolling through Twitter and I said, oh, that's Josh. Oh,
3: my
2: God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's done. <laughs> you know what?
1: Know a lot of Twitter has caught me a few times with the hands of pants. Um, Twitter it has, has got drag. me a few times.
2: <laughs>
3: I don't mean to brag, but me and Patrick, since that video, we have doubled in our followings. Patrick started, like, a couple weeks prior to Twitter. He's now at 2,000 followers. Oh. Oh, wow. I'm at, like, halfway there. I'm, like, 1,600,
0: 1,700. See, my, my alt Twitter is not... I don't have a bunch of followers because I um, don't post much because I realize that people don't really... They like to see your face and i'm not
1: about to show my face so, saying now tiktok yes. I really, twitter no because i'll be i really
3: wasn't but at this point in this stage of late stage capitalism i'm like oh,
1: shit if i lose my
0: job
3: for this honestly
0: i take it as a relief
3: They'll i've been wanting
0: to do something different i've been wondering i was like now how is joshua james love in the state of alabama a teacher out here
3: well this is the thing um whoever reports me why are you looking at gay porn on twitter
1: Fair, fair, because before you strike the fire at me, let's look at the mirror. That's hobby.
3: I'd be like, <laughs> it's like fair. I-, I dare you be dumb enough to turn me in, because uh, you'd be having a Glock to your head too.
0: Damn. Mm-hmm.
1: At that point, that's somebody who truly wants to go down the ship and see everybody burn.
3: <laughs> and that's somebody <laughs> I don't need
1: to. And that's somebody I don't need to work with. I'd be <laughs> like, um, well,
3: uh, let's just say Susan is my boss. Let, well, Susan, uh, have we questioned why?
0: Georgie's father caught me on Twitter when I was on the gay side of it, and and as Susan, I will say this: I'll role play the play devil's advocate. Um, Mr. Love, here is the thing: um, my husband is not a teacher here, so it that's none of your business. What happens in my home is none of your business. But you are, and ref- what happens? You
3: are, like, a and what happens after with school. my body? You, they can you represent. Their you in represent. You represent the school. Represent shit.
1: I work I here. Care and you I, me. I don't care if I got a twirling ass butt plug in my cheeks when I'm working with your child. As long as you don't know you mind my business, <laughs> stay out of it. Like shit. As long as you're happy and educated, mind your damn business. I, I mean, amen. So I worked at a preschool, and this is gonna be triggering flashbacks to when one of them, one of the parents added me like on Tumblr, on another oh. Tumblr I had, and I got trauma. I'm How, so did sorry. The,
3: girl. How did the- How did the parents find your Tumblr?
1: Because one of the other teachers found it and I became friends with her and turns out she was enjoying some things with the other parents and then they thought I would be down for it. No. I just wanted you to mind your business.
3: (laughs) Oh, oh, that's wild. That's and it was like, and I'm just and like, mo- and like the
1: mom, and like the mom wasn't so weird about it. She was like, "Oh, I just would not think you would be into this." And I'm like, "Well, from nine a.m. until six o'clock, I'm here for your kid. I'm at the clock. You don't need to know me. That's Terry after dark, mindy <laughs> <That's> business. Terry <laughs> after dark.
3: But, but I mean, but like, again, when you say Tumblr, I'm like, so. like, I'm not too scared about the parents because they're in our I generation. Just parents
1: they of preschool people sometimes they forget that like you can have your own life.
3: It's like, you know, it, with this group of kids that most of us are caring for, their parents are close to our age. They don't give a shit. They really don't.
1: It's the older parents.
3: They can fuck off. They're going to die soon. anyway.
1: Oh, my gosh. Not die.
0: Their days are numbered. We're going to take over the economy and government. Did I tell y'all about how oh I God. had my experience where I thought I was going to actually die as a black trans woman?
1: No. Oh, no, wait, ma'am. Tell I, them. What happened?
0: So I was just talking to my friend planning about because y'all all know I am a trans woman. I was just talking to my friends about how I was like, ooh, if I, you know, surpass the statistic of like being 35, because most black trans women die at 35, I was like, ooh, what am I gonna do for my 35th birthday? And obviously I was like, obviously, I'm gonna have an orgy, like obviously. So that was gonna be a funeral. <laughs> a funeral
1: theme.
0: Oh. oh, wait. Oh, wait. That's
1: wait. not cool though, wait. A, That's actually nice. A funeral
0: orgy. No, the funeral thing part is gonna be for my 30th birthday because you know gays die after when they turn 30. That's our <laughs> 40. So
3: I'm, I'm knocking on that fucking door.
0: so, um, <laughs> I so I was on Grinder right, and I was uh, messaging this guy, and we had messaged two t- two times, two separate occasions where we were try to like hook up, and he had like ghosted me two times. Anyway, this final final time, the third time, I was like, okay, I said I will come, but I promise you, like. I like, do not ghost me this time. And he was like, okay, here's my address. And I said, okay, I'm going to shower. I'll tell you when I'm coming, I'm on my own way. And then like, I drove 15 minutes to fucking DC. And then um, I got there and I was like, trying to find out somewhere to park. And I texted him, I was like, where should I park? And like, he didn't answer back. And so I found like a Walmart parking lot and I parked and we started messaging on Grindr. And I like parked and I told him, I said, okay. And then he, he replied back and said, oh, you can park on the side of my apartment. And I said, okay, well, I'm parked. I didn't tell him where, but I said, okay, I'm parked. And I was like, I'm ready. And he was like, one second, my maintenance is here. I have to talk to him. And I was like, okay, sure. And he was like, I was like, I'm just waiting in the car. So let me know whenever you're ready. And then he was like, under the assumption that I was parked beside his parking lot. He said, okay, like I'm coming out in a few seconds. And I was like, okay. And like, I was getting ready to get out of my car. And then all of a sudden his profile disappeared.
2: (gasps) Oh. No, and
0: I was like oh I was like that's weird and so maybe I said maybe grinder glitch and so I like exit the app you know and restarted it and I was like no this man just blocked me and so I'm on the phone with Zan and I and I was talking to her about it. she was like okay that's weird and we're trying to go to like we we're like he can't he couldn't have, he couldn't have accidentally like done it because you have to confirm yes I want to block and then it's also you gotta like, go out of your way why would you give me your address just to block me after you said you're coming downstairs to get me? And so it was almost like, you might want to leave. That might've been a setup. And I was like, oh my God. The one time I tried to have sex and I was like, a part of me was like, maybe I'm overreacting a little bit, but then a part of me is also like, well, last year someone did message you give me your address so I can rape and kill you what are you serious no I'm being so serious like I'm not even. oh
1: my gosh that's that's not okay maybe he could have been trying
0: to kill me I don't know who's to know but also he like he knew I was trans like I told him he saw my picture that's the other thing he asked me for my picture and he was like give me your picture so I know like like what to look for when I come outside I know like who you are which is weird because we had already like traded pictures and like once I sent the picture like and he said he was coming. Then he deleted it. it. Was it was so freaky, so weird, so creepy, and I was like, "Oh, that was so weird."
1: I'm happy you had your intuition not to go like park where yeah. he said. Like, oh my
2: gosh.
0: Yeah. What's so weird is that before I went, because I have I have a a tiny little like blade that I bought on Amazon that I carried with me everywhere. But something that something in my gut, I don't know what it was, but it was like take something extra just in case. And like, I was like, I'm gonna take this box with me. Also, in addition to like this honey, I was like, let me take something extra as well. Oh, anyway, that happened literally like I don't even know, like I think Friday or Saturday or Sunday. Saturday, Friday. Baby, you gonna have to get a gun.
1: You don't have to start sharing your location.
0: <laughs> I do. I do text people like where the the address of where I'm at. So
1: okay, because can have you gone missing? No. No. But yes, get a gun. I'll tell you. It's still Carrie. <laughs> you, <pew>, motherfucker, you. This <laughs> <big again>, yes!
3: <laughs> Oh my god!
1: I want a pink bedazzled case for mine. Fucking
3: <laughs> wait, Josh. So you missed this? Time like
0: that? You missed mm-hmm. this. Um, I'm gonna tell you because you weren't here when I said it. Um, I I don't know if I told you this, but I had sex with three people on New Year's Eve. At the same time? No, at different times. Damn. Girl, you was busy. I was, I was.
3: How was it?
0: Um, It was horrible.
3: Oh. Yeah. You know what they say, three tri- three strikes and you're out. So anything else been so, going on y'all? Currently reevaluating my life. Same. Same. What I want to do with it getting ready for me and and Patrick are getting ready to find us a place together Mm
2: -hmm.
0: in New Zealand
3: oh not yet not yet that's definitely still on the plan Mm -hmm. um oh I can't wait to live in New Zealand even if it's for a while oh the people are kind it's laid back casual I'm ready for it um but also just kind of like thinking about what do I really want to do with my life? Like I love te- I love teaching kids everything, but the demands that are coming from it, it's just not emotionally healthy, and I'm not a hundred percent sold that it's what I want to keep doing. But then, like, I think about the P like getting my master's of PhD, but I'm like, in what? But not what I would want is anthropology and doing research for different groups of people. But that doesn't pay bills. Mm -mm. Unfortunately. That's a long road. And like, I just, what I really want is just to travel the world, make people feel loved, improve it as I go, improve the world as I go, but I have no idea how to do that. And the reality is, I think I would only be, honestly, the way I operate, I think it'd be best if I was my own boss and I'm like, start a business. I'm like, I have no passion for starting businesses. I'm no capitalistic entrepreneur. I have like no desire for it.
1: I like running a business, but it, I also think there's a toxic side of it that nobody wants to talk about because even if you do it with the hard intent to not, like, be 100% capitalistic, you have to be if you want to achieve anything.
3: Because that's the system that we exist in. Hmm. Services aren't, you know, being done for the sake of helping people. It's for the. Sake I will of say profit.
1: bartering has come back, though. Like, there's some of like, there's some, I sell in like, a few stores throughout the state. And and one of them also do get a message from a, a customer because they can text me if they want something specific. They'll be like, hey, I own this or I own this garden or something. Can I barter with you? And I love that. That that makes me feel more community fulfilled if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it feels I'm, like
3: you're actually contributing versus just taking.
1: Yeah, and especially with like this current like inflation slash recession that people don't want to acknowledge. I like that like the community borrowing's coming back because there's some things I just cannot do. Like your girl has a brown thumb. I can I can water. If you need me to water a plant, I got you. Want me to drown it? I got you. I cannot plant shit. And you I grew up on a and it. I grew up I grew up on a farm. <laughs> so this is sad for me. And so I, I love that like I'm more...
3: actually really good at gardening.
1: Maybe I we can... can work together. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm struggling. Like my dad said it's a it's a damn shame. <laughs>
3: like I, I'm wanting to get into a little bit more like, this is some of the stuff I've been looking up since, you know, we've we had a break. It was like, you know, like, um, doing like my own, like, what do they call it? Like, inner city settlements, whatever. It's like basically you're more self sufficient, you're going on your vegetables, yeah. plants, um, be more eco friendly in my lifestyle, I guess. Just because I, I want to be. I really do enjoy that feeling of connecting to nature while I'm gardening and stuff. And I just want more of that in my life. I feel well, like I'm contributing. Cute. I've also looked work wise into possibly like doing nonprofit work. Oh, um good
0: at that.
1: Yeah, yeah you
3: Because be it's still in my degree path. My degree won't go useless. I noticed that the in the northeast of Alabama I had something tell me that there was a job opening for, I think it was called Arise Alabama. Let me see. Oh, yeah. Um, It's focused on uh, helping communities to uh, overcome poverty, Um, specifically communities of color also. And they had a really important job opening. And I'm like, maybe that's something I could look into.
1: I mean, if you move up to Northeast Alabama, you'll be closer to me. I'm just saying that's a win. A win's a win.
3: <laughs> well, Patrick, Patrick's from there. He's from Fife. Over near Fort Payne, I think it's what it's called. I yeah. didn't know what Which is not like... It's part of the Sand Mountain chain. And I was like, oh, that's not a terrible idea.
1: I'm all for people moving. That's my favorite thing, is to move and pursue. Because you're only young once, you know?
3: Yeah, and um, me and Patrick, we've talked about, you know, traveling's definitely in our together plan. Um, right now, he has his eye on, was it Bali, maybe? Was Bali was a place that he was really interested in us exploring. We're making lists. We, we, our future plans is we're going to be able to afford tra- world traveling.
1: Yes, flights <laughs> are cheap as crap right now.
2: And I guess because
1: especially the, um yeah, I um was telling Jacob I want to go back to New York to like I haven't normally I go like once or twice a year I haven't been back since the whole like COVID shutdown, and
2: mm-hmm. I want to
1: go like see my mom like my biological mom's grave and I want to go back to my childhood home and show him a little bit of where I grew up. Oh and yeah, and, you the, and you I looked different up there. And I looked at flights and they're like $87 or some. One was like 54 one week. And I said, first of all, that's a scam. I'm not doing that one. But the 87 I we can work with, I was about to say, that's like the price of a bus ticket. I'm like, shoot, we can go a weekend trip.
2: <laughs> but I, I kind I, <laughs> I,
3: I haven't been to New York since like junior year of high school. I would love to see it again. I thought it was beautiful. It's just it's, its own unique beauty
1: yeah and plus my sister's up there so I already have a place to like stay oh so ah, like, on like, almost my family her. up there yep and so I, will, I just want to go back for a little bit and enjoy like the down season up there and just go see like kind of just show him like what I grew up in and just see my mom's grave mm-hmm. because normally I like like my dad used to go up once a year and like put flowers on and we haven't done that in a minute so I just want to go because I've been like dreaming about her a lot more lately, so I feel like the calling to go check out her grave.
3: Your ancestors are reaching out, baby. Yeah. Oh, and it was Alabama Ar- Rise. Alabama Raz is the name.
0: I've heard of them. There All was right. like I looked up. There's like a several list. <clears throat> okay. Well, we have mom um, time. You know, later to casually catch up. But yes. Move into our topic for today. Um, mm-hmm. so as I said earlier, we're gonna talk about the Tory Lanez trial that has been on everybody's mind. Um, but yeah, let's get into some political tea. So, um <laughs> Tory Lane's allegedly uh shot Megan the Stallion um at You know Kylie Jenner's party um, or I guess after her party or whatever you want to call it Um, and there was a trial Uh, some people might argue that this was actually in the court of public opinion before it was actually in the court of law Uh, I would happen to agree with that statement Uh, some people are calling it the Megan Thee Stallion trial because they think that she's actually on trial when she's actually not on trial but a -hmm. lot of people have had a lot to say there is a lot of misogyny um happening a lot of black male celebrities and rappers have given their opinion about the situation um i mean just from the moment that like it wouldn't actually happen not even like when the trial but even before the trial people were saying that like first of all megan deciding was not actually shot she lied about it and we had to have a fucking person a doctor literally testify i'm like yes i removed bullet fragments from both of her feet um, and then it moved from Megan wasn't shot to, well, she doesn't know who actually shot her. And so some people are saying, I was just watching a TikTok before we started recording of this girl saying that Kelsey is actually the one who shot Megan The Stallion. So after all of this happened and he was eventually found guilty, uh, facing up to 20 years, I think, and also possible deportation.
2: Yep. Um,
0: here, here, here are some clips for us. Um, you know, to enjoy, I suppose, featuring the the reaction from his, his like fans and shit. Okay, not fans, his family, sorry. Let's start with uh, his father's reaction because that was a really good one.
2: I just stood here in this Los Angeles County and witnessed the worst miscarriage of justice yes. that this world has ever seen. Yes. You want to know how I feel? I'll tell you exactly how I feel. I got some names that I want to call. Alex Spiro, Desiree Perez, and the whole wicked system of Rock Nation, including you, Jay-Z. Yes, yes. You who say you rose from the gutter, but you have traded and bartered the souls of young men, and you're still doing it. The only independent witness in this courtroom is a man whose name is sean kelly he came to court and our attorneys he would not even shake their hand after he went upstairs with kathy Ta and alex bart they met on saturday before they met they met with our witness night. and then the man came back <coughs> <That> was- <laughs> One
0: okay, wait, 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 wait. We got two more videos to watch. This is this is his, this is another uh, from um, the father. All I gotta say is, that this is the worst
3: case of justice in our in country. I don't know what he's supposed yes. to yes. do. Right. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. It's, right. it's not over, it's not over. God does not lose, no. and even though we've come to this juncture. Trust me, you will see that our God does not fail. This is not the I question know question. that, this is, that this is wickedness. This district attorney, Miss Kathy Ta.
0: Okay, this is my favorite one. This is <laughs> Tory Lane's sister.
1: Oh my gosh, no!
0: This is my favorite, y'all. No. no. Just, just, just
2: open up. We are this just, just wait, open up. We are this just, just wait, open up. We are just, up. Wait, up? my brothers. <laughs>
1: I'm so mad about this video. Y'all understand. They should have left that baby alone. They should have never had this child at the damn trial. I'm so annoyed.
0: <laughs> like a child right. has no business and all that. So like, what was y'all's opinion? Like, do do y'all I I hope that we all agree. Do y'all think that Tori lane shot Megan a sound?
3: Hell
1: yeah, I thought that man shot her. That little leprechaun ass motherfucker. Yes, he shot her. <laughs>
3: Because the logic is, what, what does Megan actually gain from this? She's
0: lying. Oh, you want to know what they say? They say that she is only saying this because she's jealous.
1: Of what? Oh. Of a balding man with hair transplants? Mm.
3: She's Megan the Stallion.
1: <laughs> yeah, come on
3: now. Her pussy in the world been down?
0: You know, there were also, as you know, when she showed up to testify... She had, oh, first of all, her outfit was beautiful. That suit was beautiful. That suit was was giving. it the purple one? Yes! yes!
1: It was giving oh, every inch. I love that But suit. you
3: know
0: what? On TikTok, everybody had to say something about her suit. Because they said that she was showing a little bit of cleavage. The whole court case about her getting shot was about how Megan did not appear innocent because her tits were out. And people said that if you actually wanted to prove that you were innocent, you would have dressed in a more conservative way. She's not-,
1: not the one on trial. And also if you got yiddies, they're gonna sit regardless. I just think that the whole policing of her body after it already was violated with bullets from this evil little man. Ugh evil sorry. Little man. I can't, but I like, can't. it makes me curious.
3: Why should we criminalize someone's sexual visual uh, Ability to appear sexual as a meter of like whether someone's telling the
0: truth or not.
3: It's, it's like awful. take your misogyny and shove it up,
0: you asshole. It's literally like it's because she is a black woman, um, and this whole thing was a whole gendered thing because most most of the people who support Tory Langs, there are most of them are. Uh, most of the black men who support mo- let me re- let me rephrase this. Most of the black men who have been following this tend to support Tory Lanez. Um unless they're usually like queer, then they usually don't. But a lot pretty much every straight cis black man probably is supporting Tory Lanez in this situation. And then there are a few women, black women, who also are supporting Tory in this in this situation as well. Um and you know, people were making the argument that like he that we are kind of like um, we're sacrificing another innocent Black man. And as he was found guilty and people were like, you know, celebrating this, which I can get into later as an abolitionist, but as people were celebrating him being found guilty, people were like, why are y'all celebrating this innocent Black man being found guilty? Because people truly do not believe that he actually shot her because they say she lied in this testimony here and like she lied here. And they and people are saying that we know, like, well, actually, she had like because they were they start talking about like her sexual relationships during the trial.
1: I don't care if I spread my pussy for the whole damn deep south. If you shot me, you're getting the damn charge. Well, no, I don't care if I spread my pussy out. through the whole deep south, the whole. <laughs> It's just stupid to me. And also, it's just like shows that even when violence is documented and even the police report is like she was shot. And her and she even had to post her damn like health records about it, which to me was already a bit too much. I'm like, she shouldn't have to have done that. No. But it's frustrating.
3: It's like, are we really it, it feels like our society's like, you know, kinda like what happened with Johnny Depp and What's her face? It's kind of like that. Oh, let's, yes, let's pick sides. Let's make this a whole like public fiasco. And I'm like, no, let let the law do what it's supposed to. And we need, like, us civilians need to butt our asses out of the situation because we're not a part of it. And, like, if sis got shot,
0: she deserves the
3: legal compensation for that. Like,
0: yep. I mean, in this instance, I feel like with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard, I didn't take sides because I truly, really didn't care. But in this instance, I feel like I... I felt almost obligated to take sides just because, Mm -hmm. like... I mean, she said in her testimony, she was like, I wish that you would have just had killed me if I would have known that I would have had to go through all of this shit that I've had to go through because, like, just to hear people in our community who especially people who are the weakest link of our community black men who literally just like you can just tell that they just literally just hate black women and they do not it's believe awful. a single thing that comes out of a black woman's mouth and i i i truly just do not understand like how where this is like i don't know what bible they reading from I don't know where they get this information from and where they're getting these opinions from, where like Megan is I, I just don't understand why they dick grind this man's dick so hard. And you know, like it's it feels like the same it feels like the same people who are like, well, why are we canceling R. Kelly? Why are we trying to prosecute Bill Cosby? Why like all of like all of these black men who do this who do shitty things somehow? Mm-hmm. People in our community felt like they should not be held accountable for the shit that they did.
3: It's because of Andrew Tate's audio, uh, ideology.
0: Girl! <laughs> Let's talk about Andrew Tate.
3: Girl, I, first of all, I watched It's the- like the same pipeline of thinking, it's just black edition.
1: And to me, I think also it comes to the fact that if you look at Meg's career trajectory, she's accomplished a lot more than some of these more modern rappers in the industry. So I think it's kind of like a humbling thing. They're like, oh, we finally got her on something to make her unlikable. Let's ride. Let's dick ride and see how much we can tear her down. And it's like, it's like Sis makes good music.
3: She stays in her lane.
2: Like so she uplifting. just got
3: shot. Like, she's just being herself, making music, and she got shot. And we're going to, just people are just going to attack her. And I just don't fucking get it. (laughs) Just leave her alone. (laughs) You get shot. See how well you feel when people be
0: like this with you. Were y'all celebrating when he was found guilty?
1: Yes. You know, I texted you and said... (laughs) I mean, I honestly
3: haven't been following the issue very, very closely. I would just hear about it here and there. I didn't realize it had gotten to, like, this level
0: of crazy. Oh yes. I felt very conf- and also, I you felt, felt conflicted. Very, I did. Um I felt very conflicted because of like my because I I because I am an abolitionist. I felt conflicted about his conviction. Um only because I know that the current criminal justice system that we have does not will not correct the issue that 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 is like that is that issue, which is him shooting her. Um he will if he's he, just gonna sit in there. If he if he goes to prison, um he will go to prison and um there will most likely be a bunch of men in there who will see him as a martyr and see him as someone who was innocently incarcerated um, and they will hype him up and um, in it will be fueled with nothing but anti-black misogyny. And as they exit prison and maybe when he exit prison, um, it will just prompt more people to have those same kinds of thoughts and hate black women even more. And nobody will be rehabilitated. Megan will not have any kind of actual like rest or like nothing will change for her besides the fact that he is no longer like on the streets, or whatever um but like it can't be. so I was feeling conflicted about that issue, but also at the same time, I was like m- like she has faced trauma um since the moment she was shot up until he was found guilty and will continue to face trauma up. Uh, even after he, if he is like incarcerated, um, or deported, and so even if he yeah. is, if, even if he is put in jail, I'm like, okay, well, what will like, what does Megan get that will actually be like restorative and healing for her? Like, I want her to have peace and healing, and just based on like what I know as an abolitionist, um, it just seems like. I know, like I, I, we live in a system right now where like it's like that's that's the only option, obviously. Uh, but like I'm happy. I guess I should say ha- I don't know. I I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad that she's getting the just quote justice that she deserves. But also, I'm like this really won't change anything like systemically. In terms and of it kind
3: of puts a target like. on her back because now we have a world worth of black men who are now aiming vitriol towards her standing yeah. up for herself through a legal process
0: and other black and, women
3: and other black women and now it's like oh now everyone has targets on their back because this is just going to inspire someone to do something even more intentional because there's no real demonstration of like criminalizing him no, no societal pressure to be like um this is wrong and we don't need to be doing this to people you know, randomly shooting people in the foot for entertainment. Makes me want to fight. I'm like, y'all leave her alone.
1: And it's also like, even after the trial, you have to, it's not even just Tori, her best friend turned against her in this. Like, you at this point, you have to reflect your whole inner circle, and who do you have to lean on? She has nobody. It's mm-hmm. a like
3: party. Yeah, I mean, they literally met in college. It's like, it's like Aaron turning against me (laughs) in the middle middle of a court
0: battle. Could you imagine? Could
3: you? And
2: M
1: Green, I'm gonna whoop your ass. (laughs) And she still has another lawsuit she has to go through. Oh Oh, God! God. Because that's the other part that made made it weird to me is that she's suing her record label. And oh Kelsey remember like her best friend's married to the guy she's suing. So it felt like a twofold plan.
3: Oh, that's fucked up.
1: And I was like, that's like honest to God, there's not many things that would shake me. But like if this is like me and Zan, oh y'all, I want y'all to know I'm gone. I'm KO'd. I'm done. I'm down. Cause that would break oh. me as a person. Like
3: And no fits, zan be going for blood.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I would I would have to take a seat back because one, that's like I would give this girl a kidney. And let me tell you I have a fear of needles. I would give this heifer a kidney. Let me tell you, I'd say heifer with love. But I would give her a, a kidney. And imagine me being that close to somebody and then they turn against me for a for not only like just for a man in this situation. And I want to make that specific, because that's like black women understand the violence black women get from black men or men in general. And to have another mm-hmm. black woman turn on you, that's another type of hurt. But to have somebody that then was a witness who Was there with me outside the hospital when I'm like getting taken care of for all this and knowing that you're plotting against me, I would never trust anybody again a day in my life.
0: Uh, I I wouldn't. Yeah. You, okay. So you, okay. So I've been talking to my, I've been talking to some people about this because we all are currently dating someone who was not a black man. And. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Aaron, are you dating someone? Kind of, yeah. Okay. Uh, kind of, yeah. I have... Re- I even gonna say recently. It just... I have become... I don't know if y'all have seen my Instagram stories, but I've become a lot more outspoken about the trauma that Black men have... have, like, just perpetuated in our community. And... Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of people who are like black queer men or black women who like have like previously been with like black men and then like they experience some kind of like trauma and now they just like cannot even like go back or whatever and then they start dating someone like um, dating or like get married to someone who um, is not black. I'm thinking I'm thinking about like for specifically like she is mm-hmm. with a white man right now and like she's always talking to me about how um people are like see her as like you know like um you know how some of these men a say. race traitor. A race traitor, like oh, like you like decided not like you don't care about your own people, you're with like a white man now and you know, stuff like that. And I've been thinking about that myself just because like I I am just kind of like, I am tired. I am tired of um some of a lot of the black men that I have encountered, and um, I just felt like I needed to just like express that because um I noticed that particularly one of Tory's biggest demographics and his support happens to be. Um, a demographic that a lot of my friends and the family have been subjected to uh, trauma from that specific demographic. And that demographic, I will say again, is uh, Black men. So um, I just wanted to say that. I know on my
3: part, and I think it's just because like, you know, for like you and I, Aaron, um, like did Black men, we would typically um go with you know they're they're kind of like on our wavelength of clearness so we really wouldn't really typically have to deal with some of that bullshit but getting to know my father more has um opened my eyes to some things and I'm like oh so this is what this this is what Aaron's been talking about yeah. I'm like oh this is rough this is has like some of the things he says I'm like, mm,
2: mm, mm.
0: I'm like, okay, Dad, whatever <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean i i I feel like I did not like truly begin to like have like a lived experience until I started to like be like on dating apps and like talking to like straight black men mm-hmm. and um, it is truly an experience. Always talking about how people think that she hates
1: hates hey, black people now because she's married
0: <laughs> to a white man.
1: I've gotten that one a lot and it weirds me out. Because mm-hmm. it's like it doesn't change if anything. It doesn't change your aspect on how you look at black men, even if you date or marry white men. To me, it's like I even talked about this with my husband because I explained like I don't know this is weird you often tell me it's weird i always like every white guy to explain like hey like i don't like i do date black men i've dated black men in the past like mm-hmm. here's what it is i see that i understand the differences these are things that i wouldn't put up with anybody regardless of race and especially from like you or from vice versa i'm very upfront about that and the few black men i have dated the one thing that got me is like they would talk about black women as a whole, and I'm still friends with some of them. Like they're married to other people now. We all went to high school, or something else, and it's like they are still married to black women or black women in their lives. But their general perception of black women is so negative, and it confuses me, mm-hmm. and it makes me it makes me so freaking sad. And that's something where like I've had to unpack in therapy and go like, it's. And I say it's like coming from a dad who has his up and downs with how he looked at black women and like I have a younger brother, like one younger brother now, um, Chris, and I try to teach him like, hey, like, even if you date outside of your race, I don't ever want to hear you spew hate about black women or what you come from. You can have your critiques about people, but do not generalize your whole group. Because when push comes to shove, the first person black men turn to when their backs against the wall are black women, and you just can't unhear unsee the things and the shit that they say about their community. It's yeah.
3: insane. I'm like, they have... Black women are what builds our community. They're the center of it. It's like, regardless of what the Bible may tell, whatever, whatever, like, black society is matriarchal in a lot of its nature. Like, I don't give a shit. And, like, if I, if I was sitting in the room... But my father and my grandmother and my grandmama said something that was contradictory to my
1: father. I'm going with grandmama. Yeah, you know I pretty mean? young age. My grandma would throw some off. too. If you dare hesitate, she'd be like, "You ready? Oh, you really? Okay." I'm gonna listen to
3: my hundred year old grandmother. Um, but like it's 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 like a cognitive dissonance.
2: Yeah, like, we got our first cognitive
3: dissonance of the season, baby. I'm like, look, they birthed you. They sacrificed for you when you were living in that house, and your daddy wasn't around. Who was fucking there for you? But somehow it's it's their fault that life is shitty right now. They the ones have- who are being mistreated even more than you.
0: Okay, you know, whatever. So funny. What's so funny is that they will sit here and be like, "You black me
2: Oh, you hate black people.
0: And then they will literally go. They will literally turn around. And then get with the white woman, which is okay if they want to get with the white woman. Yep. But the the difference, the difference between a black woman getting with a white man versus a black man getting with a white woman, is that black men they will openly be they won't even say like oh like I like white I like white women. They're like mm, I'm dating white women because black women are ugly. They're gorillas. They are whole. They're yeah. they will literally be they they their whole like pro white woman is literally just anti black woman. And then they will literally go out and date white women. Usually, a lot of the times they'd be like, Oh, I got black dick. I can say the n word and are using those snow as as,
1: just as snow just just no. bunnies. black women. I had a car named that. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> I thought it was a cute <laughs> term of <laughs> endearment until somebody explained it to me in college. My <laughs> name video. Like,
3: changing his name. <laughs> yep.
1: It's to me sometimes, and I hate this, but sound am really dramatic. But for that subgroup of black men, I'm not saying all black men because I don't like to generalize everyone, but it's like, I do. This, it's just, I'm working on that one because sometimes I do it and it bites me in the ass. So that's why, like it's part of my new year's resolution, but like for the group of black men that really get a joy out of shaming black women, when they turn around and date white, white women to me, that's like the final act of violence against black women. Cause now you're not only just, you do choose, they will choose the women who have like this glee over demeaning and degrading black women, like a competition. And that's, further like glorifies and instills in their head that they are better than black women and that everything the treatment is like verified it verifies the villainous black women in their head and it's so frustrating to me because i'm like i have no problem if you date a white woman as a black man i have no problem date who you want to date just be fucking normal about it but when you go out of your way to sit there and like demonize and you choose a partner that has the societal Understanding of how her words would be received while talking about black women or by re, like or resharing what you say, it's like the biggest F you final like nail in the coffin for the, that subgroup of black men.
0: It really is. You could literally, literally ask them, What do you like about white women? Well, I just think that black women, black women are just ugly.
1: Yeah, they go. It's like, I didn't and ask you what they will say. They're, yes. that's They're that's dating awesome.
3: them out of vitro in spite, it's instead of, Oh, this is a person and I'm attracted to this person.
1: It is so weird to me. And that, and it's, it does not make sense. And I'll be very clear I've also dated white men where that was the opposite case for why they dated black women. And that's just as dehumanizing, especially when you look when you're a black girl, or in my case, a black fat girl, and you were trying to date, you were trying to date in your community and being told you're not wanted. And then like you date the white guys who perceive to want you, but you're like the F you to their family. Like you're like little Jonathan's breaking free of the mold. Oh, you're their little act of rebellion. Instead and it, hit, oh my god! And it does mental gymnastics. And I've like expressed to my husband, I've expressed to my whole family. I said, "What I will not do at the first signs of that shit from my kids, from anybody around my kids, anything like that, or any type of like behavior from those around my family that I've chosen to make always oh, going down. I can't because at my right age is twenty six, I'm not. I, I've worked so hard through this trauma. I will be damned if anybody else keeps it going. Do you see that
0: TikTok t- t- trend where It's like a white person and like. Uh they told you not to date like a black they told me not to bring home a black man home Uh jokes on them I brought home a black woman and then like they bring like their kids they're like fucking mixed kids yes why why like why does
1: that get likes
0: and then why do you like they then it's like oh my family's racist and it's like, okay, so why are you subjecting your partner of Shoot. color, your children of color, to, like, your racist family? And then why are you doing mm-hmm. something funny to be trendy, like, online? And then when you call them out on it, they have to put their partner on, on TikTok. And be like, listen, it they're okay with my family. They understand that, like, they're just, you know, they're who they are. Whatever the fuck that these... White people twisted themselves into pretzels into trying to communicate, and I'm just the reason they do it. The reason they do it is because
3: we're property to them.
1: Yeah that that ring they put Uh, on their partner's finger um, in those situations we are a weapon
3: to be used on their family. And there's a minimal, there's somewhat of a minimal care to um, how that affects us who are born into those situations. Luckily, that's not how my mama is but um either like when you see families especially with mixed kids and a white mom and they're always toting oh, look at my mixed kids look at my black kids this, this, that, that, that. we're either a trophy or a weapon it's like, Bitch, that's, that's not a
0: toy it's a human
1: it is and, mm-hmm. it, and you can really tell the white people who are starting to catch on to that shit because I've done a few like stuff in this like events throughout the state and sometimes we'll see that situation where you can tell from a distance the kind of family because mm. all their other kids look nice but then their one child is like oh I, I i can't stand it and me and jacob were at an event and this little girl like walked by the table and we both looked at each other and looked at the mom and how she was and everything else and we both we're both like really and i've also learned the other white people are very confrontational with those kind of white people if you point it out to them that's the only thing you got to be cautious with, because they will confront them and be like, "What is your problem?"
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I I married one of those, which I'm very happy to be like, "Yes, he will confront." <laughs> but I also married one of those who will confront, and then I'm sitting beside him like, "Wait a minute, I just pointed out." <laughs> I did. Like, confront. Might, that
3: that might have went in too hard. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's how that's how Patrick is. Okay, <laughs> he <laughs> he sniffed something wrong. And he's like, "I'm calling it out."
1: <laughs> yep.
3: And I'm like, "Get him!"
0: Me filling the plane. Get him,
1: baby. Get him.
0: <laughs> um,
3: I'll
1: be sitting I, there at the table, like, wait, wait, what do I
0: do? I am currently celebrating, um, what I like to call, white boy winter. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I know you had a white boy winter.
0: I am having a white boy winter. Um, yes. I have yet to have sex with a white man. Um, they will all, surprise you. All of winter, all of winter. I've had sex with three white, three white women three white men before okay so, um I'm I'm trying to spend this summer as you know white but winter um to have sex with white men but I've only had sex with non-white men um I had actually I actually on New Year's Eve I had sex with my very first Latino man so um oh how was that um it was great um he ejaculated all over my face oh um, my. It's yes.
1: good for the skin.
0: No, it's not. Y'all need to stop saying this. This is. I'm sorry, telling. my
1: skin be clear. A nice little, you know, facial, like, you baby. My skin be clear.
0: You and Zane <laughs> can a go, to hell. go to hell. That it's, shit is not real. You
1: know, that yeah. My skin be glowing. You no, glow all are scars. lying.
0: Y'all are telling lies out here. That
3: shit I'm is just not
1: saying. i have taken a lot of facials, and I get the most compliments oh, after. My skin be glowing as hell. Oh, <laughs> so I mean, so
3: there. I mean, if you think about it, Aaron, you know, oh. sperm contains. A large, a good dose of vitamins and minerals
2: go to, to
3: ensure that the sperm is supported and able to be strong. The sperm itself, when it starts breaking down its protein, JR. the rest of it is hydrating
0: water, electric chair.
1: I'm just a saying the baby cells are The moisture
0: in, <laughs> it works. No, go, no. We should I'm start milking sorry. men like we do cows. <gasps>
2: wait, Ooh, wait go
1: I
0: got wait a minute that's that's kind of a kink for me
1: I must say wait as a former dollar i say amount of men who will sign up for that shit
0: in a minute wait a minute because i I, I kind of want to be milked
2: <laughs>
1: oh. it's a certain oh, wow. joy in many people who haven't been milked and they're like oh I don't know if it'll work for me and then like the face wait, afterwards wait.
0: Josh why are you saying it like you like you are like offended? I'm not offended. I just found it interesting. I was like, oh. <laughs> have you seen those videos? Of I love that this is like not even related to Tory Lanez. But I have you seen those videos? Those actually, I guess pornos where like the men are like hooked up to like a fucking. They're like treated like cattle, and they're like hooked up like milking machines, and like they're oh my
3: god. Oh, wait
0: a minute. God,
1: I shit, have. I didn't know other people watched.
0: That is some harsh. <laughs> I have. I. I've seen- <laughs> I've seen the ones with the actual milking machines. I've seen one where it's a man who has just like a farm and it's just like a bunch of fucking men who are just like on their hands and knees and he walks out with a bucket and he like hand milks them. I, I have seen it all. Not I the all. bucket. First of all, I have this dream, this fantasy. I have seen this. Okay, I'm okay. i okay. Oh my
1: gosh. Hey, oh my gosh. No.
2: I,
0: I have this fantasy as I saw this porno of this guy and he was like laying down. I'll send it to y'all. Um uh, <laughs> he's laying down, right? And all of his like friends are around him, and he has like one of those like milking machines on his dick, and like one of his friends is like fingering him and the other's like holding like the milking machine, and everybody's just like staring at him while he's being milk in front of everybody. Oh my god, I wish that was me. That's uh, intense. I Aaron,
3: maybe some deeper part of you wants to contribute to capitalism. <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> oh <God>. But <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> it sounds like you want to be part of the process of you know, it, it, it and like all the motifs in this fantasies, like uh, hyper industrial, <laughs> capitalistic energy going on. Oh, We're milking these want, cows. This is I a just, good old farm we got going on right here.
0: I just want to know. That's all. I <laughs> just want to not meet but. But yes, why about winter? Um,
3: <laughs>
0: also, and, then, and then in the spring, I'm going to be celebrating Brown Boy spring. So.
1: Have you ever been with the Indian guy? Huh? Have you ever been with the Indian guy?
0: Um, That's who I'm currently I have... dating.
2: Okay. Oh. oh. I will say. Does he that... make
0: you food? He has not made me food, but he has taken me to restaurants that have good food.
3: I was about to say, oh, Indian food. I'm getting way to sweet about it. (laughs) Sounds so so good
1: right now.
0: (laughs) A lamb badini or a lamb korma. Oh,
1: Oh, lamb korma sounds so good.
0: All right, so let's end this podcast by talking about it's going to be posted on our social media. But let's talk about our instead of our new year's resolutions, let's talk about our season 3 uh resolutions or goals for Black Brew podcast. For who Black wants, Brew. Who wants to go first? Terry, you sound like you're ready babe.
1: I'm not ready. <laughs> Y'all I'm already ready. gave me answers i know i'm so trying to pull, trying to pull up my answer right now actually <laughs> oh
2: literally me
1: oh um, i was like most my, my goal for the season is to explore more controversial topics and get hear more feedback from the listeners because i feel like i like to know what like the people are thinking too
0: what kind of controversial topics
1: like okay we always talk about the mainstream like big media topics but maybe talk about some of the more controversial opinions about not just like federal government but state and local government or like just social media entertainment industry as it is now stuff like that. Like I feel like especially like we have a lot of like black and white answers like you're either this or that. But sometimes there is I love to play devil's advocate. So I was like there I like to hit the middle ground of people who are like, well I don't see it this way. Here difference of opinions I guess. Okay.
3: Good. Maybe because Reddit
1: maybe because Reddit got me in the past few weeks. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I downloaded Reddit for one thing and now I'm suckered in. I'm sucked.
0: And you hear that, people who are listening. We Terry wants more feedback from.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Y'all need to start providing us feedback about what we are recording and producing and publishing. Josh, what about you? I just need to be a little less bitter. You do.
1: You are not that bitter to me. No, You're
0: no, bitter. he, no, he is, and I'll explain why. So when we, because I've been talking to people about this. So when we started Black Brew Podcasts, It was, it had such an energy about it. Um, It was so lively. It was vivacious. Um, It was just, just so big. And then season two came around. And granted, there were a lot of things that were happening in our like personal life, but also just like in America. Season two was depressing as hell energy <laughs> down we were not making jokes anymore we weren't laughing it was just like every episode was complaining about the state of america about the state of america it was horrible mm-hmm. was like, this is not what season one was like season one was like hilarious it was fun it was energetic it was amazing and now season two i was like god damn it sounds like a fucking funeral So I agree. It's like like a news reporter in the
3: midst of apocalypse. Like,
2: Minnesota caught on
3: fire again. Oh, yes. Josh is (laughs) less bitter. We need the world to stop providing us bitter things to be bitter about. Or you could just stop being bitter.
0: So regularly. I would say that my season three goal is to... Maybe have a little bit more social media engagement. Um, but you know, obviously, that's not gonna, uh, actually not gonna succeed at that. So, then my actual goal is gonna be I want to be more confident in talking about the topics that we talk about, especially when we start talking about things that, um, um, that I feel are very like heated topics. So, mm-hmm yeah, yeah. And, I'll, and then i will also stop comparing how i talk to josh so i got three goals girl i don't know why i don't know why you do that because we first of all nigga we've been recording for like t- three years together and for the longest it was just you and me and i have to edit that every was. fucking episode and so of course when i the episodes i edit them i'm always like let me edit out all of my uh, my all of my flaws and you know imperfections and keep Josh's in so I sound better than Josh and not uh, what uh, uh, sabotage okay, but you always end, end up sound, you always end up sounding more articulate than me anyway. So you're a very articulate person, Josh. Articulate.
3: I can
1: keep both a white
3: person. I would have thought that Josh, was you're um, a, micro-aggression.
0: a microaggression. You're very articulate for a black person, Josh. Oh, thank
3: you. <laughs> Oh my god! Do you remember that time we had to do that panel with those educators? And that lady said I was very articulate, and she <laughs> sort of like, like
0: she straight up ignored me, and she offered you a job. Yes, I do.
3: But you know, she never called me back on it. So
0: yeah, she's going to tell you she sounded like a white person.
3: That, that's literally, yes. and I'm like, <laughs> it's because I was raised by one. But <laughs> okay, you like,
0: know, she, do it to she you. Was like. like you were a little bit too Negro for me, so.
3: Oh, I had someone. I don't remember who it was. They they heard how I talked for the first time the other day. I think it was like an online friend. And they said that I sound like a strange mixture of like a southern gentry but like a white southern gentry um, antebellum woman, but
0: Annabelle but yeah. a black
3: grandmother at the same time and I'm like maybe I hang out with Aaron and I started picking up while everyone else talked
0: they trying to sound like they trying to say you sound like a slave <laughs> so
1: I was thinking we said
0: no no, they were, they were saying that I sound like the slave
3: and the slave owner at the same time. Gosh, well, I mean, that,
1: that ain't no better. Not that she's my racial slavery. Wait a minute.
3: No, essentially, essentially what they're saying is, is like, how do I simultaneously sound like a white woman and a black woman all at the same time? And I'm like, I have no idea. She could have said I, I myself said a
0: Yeah.
2: I
3: find myself code switching when I talk to my father a little bit, and it's a little weird. Cause like I've ne- never had to do it before because I've always been surrounded by white people, but when I'm talking to my dad, I'm like, <laughs> it's slightly more masculine and a little bit a little bit less proper. And I'm like, what's happening? Less proper.
0: <laughs> hmm. Mm, you need to less proper. I would say that all black language is extremely proper. I mean, it mm. is, but you know, from the perspective of
3: what the white side would see,
2: mm.
3: I don't, I don't sound uppity. Oh, interesting. I think that would be the word for it, uppity. You
0: know, I, I, I teach about this very topic, so it's very interesting to me to even talk about that. And I'm like, who is this child?
3: <laughs> and it's like, okay, but I also wonder if it's like a self defense thing because I don't want my father to look, think of me anything less <laughs> because of my whiteness might
0: peer out. Well, no but black person can define your blackness besides you. I would argue that our the parents might have a
3: no. They're, they're the closest. They're, they're the closest anyone can get. They still no. can't but they the closest because they are my progenitors if who- my dad said I wasn't black I'd be like I don't know what the fuck to tell you sir <laughs> I'd be like you put your dick in my mom I don't know
0: alright alright
3: mm-hmm.
2: so
0: <laughs> next week on <laughs> another episode of Black Brew and this has been the season 3 <laughs> thank you goodbye bye say bye josh
1: i did oh it I didn't, didn't come through oh, oh. bye